This message was shared from the pulpit at Good News Baptist Church in Chesapeake, Virginia. For more information, visit us online at goodnewsbaptist.org. Mark chapter number 6, if you would. Let's stand together. I want to read a few verses with you. I want to begin reading verse number 12. And I'll be brief tonight. Pastor said normally at a quarter after we're done. Is that right? So... I've got 20 minutes to give you an hour and 20 minute sermon. I'm just kidding, but anyway, we'll be brief. Look with me if you would. Verse number 12. The Bible says, And they went out and preached that men should repent. How many of you know that's still needed today? They cast out many devils and anointed with oil many that were sick and healed them. Then in verse number 14 down through verse number 28 is... Uh, Herod takes John the Baptist, and uh, we know there with Herodias, his, his, uh, really his stepdaughter, but anyway, uh, that John the Baptist is put to death. And so then look with me, if you would, in verse number 29. You imagine going through that. And then verse number 29, when his disciples heard of it, they came and took up his corpse and laid it in a tomb. And the apostles gathered themselves together unto Jesus. They had gone out, but now they're gathered up. And they told him all things, both what they had done and what they had taught. And he, speaking of Jesus, said unto them, Come ye yourselves apart into a desert place and rest a while. For there were many coming and going, and they had no leisure so much as to eat. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. I want you to focus in on that. I want to preach on that subject matter Come ye yourselves apart. Let's go, Lord, in prayer. Father, I thank you, Lord, tonight for this privilege, the opportunity to share these next few moments with your saints, people that you've redeemed by your precious blood. What a joy and a privilege it is to be in your church. Father, we're looking forward to one day being in your very presence. What a joy that's going to be. Father, I pray until then, you, may you equip us. I pray, Father, that you would enable us. May you use us for the building of your kingdom. I pray, Father... Tonight, that you would anoint me with Holy Ghost unction, I pray that folks would not see or hear from me, but Father, they'd hear from you tonight. Father, I, I know that you know what we're going to face tomorrow, you know what we've been through, you know what we need, and so Father, I pray, Lord, that we rely upon you tonight. May your Holy Spirit be sweet, may you minister to us. May we be sensitive to your Spirit in our own hearts and our lives. I pray if there's one here tonight that has never trusted you, I pray tonight they would fall under deep Holy Ghost conviction and Father, I pray, Lord, that they would call out to you and be gloriously born again. We'll thank you and praise you for what you do. In Jesus' precious name, I pray. Amen. Thank you. you. May be seated. Come yourselves, ye yourselves, apart into a desert place and rest a while. Can you imagine Pastor Asher and Miss Asher thinking, boy, we're ready for a vacation. We've been through it. I know most pastors in the last year, most of ministry have felt like, boy, we've been through it. and We're ready for some refreshing. Can you imagine... Uh, Pastor Asher booking himself a nice log cabin in Pigeon Forge, Gatlinburg area. Him and his wife going over there and looking forward to the getaway. And uh, they get over there, and as they drive up to their cabin, they've got the key in hand. They went to the rental office. They have the key, and they get there. And just as they drive up the driveway, every one of your cars are there. And you're like, Pastor, we're so glad to see you. We want to come and be with you on vacation. Look with me, if you would, the very next verse, the Bible says, And as they departed into a desert place by ship privately, uh, the Bible says, The people saw them departing, and many knew and ran 
afoot thither out of all the cities and out went them and came together unto him. <laughs> what a joy, joy to see you. <laughs> How many of you say, preacher, I just need some rest? I used to think that vacations were a waste of time. I used to think that they were really a luxury, that they were unnecessary. And uh, many, many years ago, I had not been pastoring very long where I am now. And, and uh, I took a church that was struggling. God led us there and, and uh, it, it needed to be rebuilt. And there was a lot to do. And I mean, we hit the, the, the ground with our feet running. And I mean, I was running wide open. I was sleeping less than three hours a night. And I was running 100 miles an hour. Uh, Pastor Coles, I was over here for a meeting. I don't remember why, but anyway, I was over here for a meeting. And I remember Pastor Coles said to me, he said, Pastor McClary, he said, you need to slow down. He said, the ministry is not a sprint, it's a marathon. And I said, yeah, yeah, Pastor. I said, I'm going to slow down as soon as everything gets accomplished that, that I think needs to be done. It wasn't very long after that that my health crashed as a result of much of it the doctor said was stress. <laughs> And I spent the next nine months very, very sick. I was unable for three months to preach in the pulpit. And I learned a valuable lesson. The Holy Spirit reminded me what Pastor Coles had said to me. He was the only pastor that had ever said that to me. And he said, you need to rest. I didn't know much about resting. But here's what I'm going to tell you is we need to rest. Now, there's a difference. How many of you like to go on vacation? I find that there's two different ways that people like to go on vacation. There are some people that like to go on vacation and they love activities. You know who you are. And, and, and maybe I find it's interesting even in couples. Some couples, my wife likes to go and just, I mean, she could sit, you know, in the mountains on the back porch of a log cabin and for a week not do anything. I, on the other hand, you know, I want to go, you know, go climb a mountain, go zip lining, let's go whitewater rafting. And when that's done, let's go horseback riding and then let's go do something else and let's go do something else. That was my idea of a vacation. I used to come home and have to spend another two or three days trying to recover from vacation. Do you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> and, and you say, well, what does it mean to rest? I found that you can go on vacation and not rest. I find that you can get away and not rest and recover. May I remind you in Genesis chapter number 2, if we had time to go there, I would encourage you to go there and look. And after six days of God creating everything that you and I see, the Bible says on the seventh day, God rested. God rested. I want to give you three things tonight that I believe that we need to come apart and do. The word come apart there, look with me if you would, in verse number 31, come ye yourselves apart. The word apart means to distinctively separate or to distance. To distinctively separate or to distance. I left mine down there in the pew, but how many of you have a cell phone? Have you ever tried to get away? And you're like, this electronic leash that I have in my life. I found that that thing has an amazing button on the side. If you just hold it there for a few seconds, this screen pops up and it says, swipe to turn off. And I found out you can do that. And, and, and it'll be okay. Life will go on. Number one, we need to come apart to rest. Now listen to me carefully about this rest. There is, and the Bible speaks about many different kinds of rest. There is a rest that is a physical rest that is needed. When is the last time that you got apart in God's creation 
and you did not hear anything from mankind. Now you're going to have to get a long ways away in the woods because so you don't hear any road noise or anything else. When is the last time that you got alone with God in his creation and listened to it? The Bible says in Psalms 19, verse number one, the heavens declare the glory of God and the firmament showeth his handiwork day into day as a speech and night and night showeth knowledge. The, the woods are alive. Just, just go hunting. And get in the woods and you'll find out that there, I mean, there's an abundance of music, there's abundance of activity, but you have to get alone to listen to it. I'm afraid today that we are so busy, oftentimes the Holy Spirit is speaking, but we are not listening because we never get apart. We never separate. We, we never distinguish ourselves and say, let me get away. If our God says that we need rest, he needed rest, and he prioritized that, may I suggest to you and I that we make rest and coming apart a priority in our lives and in our ministry. I, I know what it's like to be a missionary. My wife and I were missionaries for four years. And, and I remember thinking, well, I've got all these supporting churches and they, they expect results. And so I've got to go, 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 go. I've got a prayer letter I've got to write every two months. And, and I better have something to put in that prayer letter worthwhile. And the immense pressure that I had put on myself, I found was unfortunately not spiritual or scriptural. It was self-imposed. Some of us are good at it. We call it in this country a workaholic and some wear the badge as though it's a good thing. May I suggest to you as believers, it's not. Nowhere in the Bible will you find that. The Bible says, come ye yourselves apart and rest. Rest. Come ye into a desert place. A desert place is a pretty isolated place. He says rest. Turn with me if you would. I want you to see there's several rests. We know in, in Matthew chapter number 11, verse number 28. I hope you're familiar with this passage. Quickly, if you'll turn there. Matthew chapter number 11 and verse number 28 down through verse number 30. We're going to see several different kinds of aspects of rest. The Bible says, come ye unto me, or come unto me, all ye that labor. Now this first labor here is a physical labor. They're physically working. How many of you know you physically work? I love physical work. And then you get tired of it. And the Bible says, come unto me, all you that labor. And then the Bible says, and are heavy laden. That is emotional. That is, that is a, a mental tiredness or stress. The Bible says this about it. He says, come unto me. This is where we'll find rest. Come unto me, uh, all you that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. How many of you have ever gotten in bed? And not rested. Anybody else besides me? I, I just listened to somebody yesterday or the day before, I can't remember, one of our fellows saying, yes, oh, I know, <laughs> Brother Brown, said, yeah, it's hard to get this thing to shut off sometimes. It's hard to get this thing to shut off. How, can I tell you what? Listen, just because you get in bed, I found out, you know, I, I used to hear older people, I'm going to be careful here. My hair is getting gray, but anyway, I used to hear older people say, yeah, I just don't sleep in the night anymore. I was like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> and now I wake up at three in the morning, <laughs> four in the morning. Usually I get up by five. I, I found you can get in bed and not rest. If we're going to find the rest that God wants, he says, come unto me. 
Look with me if you would. I want to see, show you just a little bit of insight about this. He said, come unto me. And he said, I will give you rest. He said this, watch this. Take my yoke upon you and learn. Learn of me. Don't learn of the world. Don't learn of society. Don't learn at college. Learn of me. He says, for I am meek and lowly in heart. You know what? When we get to think, of, boy, I'm something and I got to perform and I got to do it. And I tell you what, you're missing it. I found out it's God's church. He cares about it, brother, a whole lot more than you and I do. We care about it, trust me. But I found out God, <laughs> it's God's church. Listen, he expects us to labor. I'm not saying not to, but I'm just telling you it's God's church. And he will, he will keep it. The Bible says this, and ye shall find rest. Now watch this, if you would. He said, for I'm meek and lowly in heart, and ye shall find rest unto your, this is where we're really where we need some rest, for our souls. For our souls. Now, preacher, what is this all about? Well, there's two things. I can speak about this. Uh, he, well, let me finish this, and we'll go on. He said, for my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. Let me ask you a question. You, you say, well, preacher, I don't always feel that way. Well, you need to learn to get with God. Now turn with me, if you would, over to the book of Hebrews, chapter number four. We'll look at this very quickly. I have five minutes, brother. We're in trouble. Look with me, if you would. Hebrews chapter 4, verse number 1. The Bible says this, Let us therefore fear, lest a promise being left of us enter into his rest. Any of you should seem to come short of it. For unto us was the gospel preached as well as unto them. But the word preached did not profit them, not being mixed with faith in them that heard it. For we which have believed do enter into rest. And as he said, I have sworn in my wrath, if they shall enter into my rest, although the works were finished from the foundation of the world. Now, you ought to go on and read uh, down through verse number 10. The Bible speaks here about that we rest from our own works. You know, all religions other than faith in Jesus Christ is a works-based religion. We as children of God, we as believers understand, man, I cease from my works. <laughs> Salvation is the work of God. All I did was call on him. All I did was repent of my sin and call on Jesus Christ and ask him to save me. And I'm going to tell you what, he did all the work. And we've entered into his rest. The first rest we see here is a spiritual rest. But I find also there is a needed a coming apart for an emotional rest and, and, and a, a mental rest and a physical rest as well. Number one, I believe we need to get apart and away so that we can rest. Secondly, look with me if you would. I want to turn you over to Matthew chapter number 17. Matthew chapter number 17. Turn there if you would with me. Matthew chapter number 17. We're going to see the second apart that Jesus invites these disciples into. We'll just go down to verse number 19. Now, Jesus sent out his disciples. They were doing a great work. They were casting out demons. They were ministering to people, anointing people with oil. People were getting healed. And then there was a man that had a son that they... They couldn't cast out the demon. They are, they're scratching their heads. Thankfully, this father comes to Jesus Christ. And Jesus Christ said this about him in verse number 18. And Jesus rebuked the devil, and he departed out of him, and the child was cured from that very hour. Then came the disciples to Jesus. The next word there? Apart. Let me encourage you to come to Jesus to grow. Get apart with God to grow. Get apart with God to rest. The, the second one here that you, how many of you ever had some pondering questions that you just didn't have the answer to, you didn't have the key to? I, I find walking with God, and my, as, as God develops my walk with him and my faith with him, my understanding with him, sometimes I need the key 
I don't quite have the key. I, I don't understand. If you've been married for any length of time, how many of you say, man, I, I don't understand what makes my, my mate tick. I mean, you know, I need the key to that. I find that God knows. And so the disciples came to Christ apart. Let's get away from all the crowd. Let's get away from all the busyness. God, we, we don't understand. I tell you what, listen, for the complexities of your life and the things, how many of you have had things in your life you go, man, I'm serving the Lord. Why, why did this happen? Why, why has this come into my life? What's the answer to this? What is the purpose of that? And so they came to Christ apart. Notice with me, if you would, verse number 20. The Bible says, And Jesus said unto them, Because of your unbelief. For verily I say unto you, If ye have faith as a grain of a mustard seed, ye shall say unto this a mountain, Remove hence into yonder place, and it shall remove, and nothing shall be impossible unto you. Now they had just had an impossible situation. They just said, We don't know how to cast him out. And Jesus said, Well, number one key is your unbelief. Now he didn't stop there. Let's read the next verse. How be it, <laughs> this kind goeth not out, but by prayer and fasting. How did they get that answer? They had to come apart. They have to get alone with God. I tell you what, listen, we live today in a busy society. How many of you have said, man, I just want some quietness. I just need some, I just need some rest. I need some quietness in my life, in my family. And my job, and my church, just need, can I tell you what? You need to get apart. You need to get away. You say, preacher, I got away. My wife one time said, I was going through a bunch of issues, and so she made us hotel reservations, and, and, and we got away for a few days. My phone is ringing nonstop. And I said, babe, you know, this isn't working. That's when I found out you can go on a vacation and not rest, right? And, and so, and thankfully, God's given us a staff now. Actually, I was talking to Brother, Brother Radice last night. I said, man, Brother Radice, what a blessing. I said, my assistant pastor is handling everything. And I said, man, I'm good. I get just hear Pastor Asher preach tomorrow night. I'm just really looking forward to it. And I get to the hotel last night, and the phone rings, and it's Brother Asher. I was like, I wonder what I did wrong today. So I answered it. He said, Brother McClure, would you like to preach tomorrow night? I said, Sure. <laughs> The Lord has a funny sense of humor, doesn't he? <laughs> Look with me. If you, and by the way, I love preaching. I, I love serving the Lord. Look with me on a part to grow and say a lot more about this. But can I tell you what? Listen, if you're going to really grow with God, you're going to have to get a part with him. Listen to me. I, I get up really early in the morning to have my prayer time and my personal time with God. And it takes me doing that consistently every day. To get the you know, I don't know, nor do I have the answers how to pastor. I certainly didn't through COVID. Our, I had resisted taking our church online. I was like, listen, I don't want, you know, anybody judging what I say. And I'm kind of a loose cannon. I'll say whatever I want to say in the pulpit. And I was like, no, I'm not taking, you know, this thing online and getting all the criticism and critiquing and all that. And, and you know, COVID sure has changed everything. And I was like, God, okay, you know, you're going to have to show us how to do all this. Man, I, I remember we first started doing all this, and I was like, God, I don't know how to do all this, so you bring all the pieces together, and man, God has. The next thing I know is my lost relatives in Illinois are listening to our services. My lost friends out in Omaha write me, and I got a doctor friend that I've been trying to win to Christ right there in our, 
in our town. And he texted me a few weeks ago. He said, Pastor, he said, I was going in to, to work. I had to work in the hospital Sunday morning. He said, man, you're preaching on truth and air. And he said, I, I couldn't get out of the car. This guy's lost. He's Roman Catholic. He said, I, I, he said, it so gripped me. I sat there and listened to the entire message before I went in. How, you, you, I don't know how it all works, but God does. And tell you what, listen, if you'll get apart with him, God will give you all the keys and start making things work. And then let me turn with you, if you would, lastly, over to Matthew chapter number 14. I'm going to give you the third reason that Christ says we need to get apart. Number one, we need to get apart to rest. Please get apart to rest and value your rest. Number two, please get apart to grow. Get apart with God to grow. And then lastly, Matthew chapter number 14, find your way there. Look down with me, if you would, in verse number 23. Matthew 14, verse number 23. Look with me, if you would, there. The Bible says this. We'll read verse number 22. And straightway Jesus constrained his disciples to get into the ship to go before him unto the other side, which he sent the multitudes away. And when he had sent the multitudes away, he went up into a mountain apart to pray. This is Jesus. This is our Savior. He says, I need to get apart to pray. If you've never looked at it, we'll go there just a second, but look with me if you would. He says, apart to pray. And when the even was come, he was there. Next word. Alone. Alone. This past year, a little bit over a year ago, I called our church to prayer on Saturday nights. I didn't think anybody was going to come. I was like, folks, the, the answer, I was praying. I said, God, why aren't we seeing greater things? Is it me? Is it, is it something? And the Holy Spirit just spoke to my heart and said, it's a lack of prayer. And so I called our church. I said, let's, let's have prayer. We had, started having 25 people show up every Saturday night to pray. And man, you won't believe the difference that it's made on Sundays and Mondays and Tuesdays and Wednesdays and Thursdays and Fridays. Jesus here said, let me get a part alone to pray turn with me and we'll close on this but I want you to see in Matthew chapter number 6 Matthew 6 I hope you know this passage but Matthew chapter number 6 verse number 5 Jesus said this and when thou prayest thou shalt not be as the hypocrites are for they love to pray standing in the synagogues and in the corners and in the streets that they may be seen of men verily I say unto you they have their reward but thou when thou prayest, enter into thy closet. How many people fit into your closet? <laughs> we used to live in an old house with the bifold doors, I can promise you. There's about one person can fit in our closet. <laughs> I've got so many things. My wife said, you take this closet, and I'm going to take the one in the spare bedroom, you know. <laughs> you say, preacher, you have a closet that you get in and pray? Yeah. Why do you do that? Because Jesus said to He's just looking for simple faith and obedience. The greatest need in believers is simple faith and obedience. Notice with me, if you would, what the Bible says. He says, enter into thy closet, and when thou hast shut the door, pray to thy Father which is in secret. And thy Father which seeth in secret shall reward thee openly. But when you pray, use not vain repetitions as the heathen do, for they think that they shall be heard for their much speaking. You know, God's not impressed with how much we talk. He's impressed by our heart and our spirit that's humble before him. 
Well, how do you get there? You need to get alone. You have to get apart. And that apart has got to be a priority with you. I encourage you to get apart with God and learn to rest. Get apart with God when you have questions that you don't have answers to. And let Him give you the keys. Let Him give you what is needed and necessary. And then learn to get apart to pray. Learn to get apart to pray. To separate. To be distinctively separate with God. Our heads are bowed, our eyes are closed. Father, thank you, Lord, so much for your precious word and the wisdom that is discovered here as you have given us your love letter. And Father, I thank you, Lord, for the truth that is revealed to us. I pray, Father, you'd help us now that we would, we would exercise what you have spoken to us about. Help us to learn to get apart and rest in you and with you. Help us, Father, when we have questions that we don't have answers to, that we had learned to get apart with you. Seek your face and let you give us the answers and the keys. Then, Father, may we get apart and just fall on our face and cry out to you. Have your will in your way and the invitation in Jesus' precious name I pray. Amen. Thank you for listening. If you have questions about your relationship with God or you would like to know more about the ministry of Good News Baptist Church, please visit us online at goodnewsbaptist.org or call us at 757-488-3241. We encourage you to share this message with others. We trust your heart was challenged as you listened and God's word has had an impact on your life as together we strive to show forth the path of life. Press on.